Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. How's this for shaking up horse racing? As Churchill Downs has banned trainer Bob Baffert from entering any horses in races at any of its tracks for two years, following confirmation that Baffert's horse, Medina Spirit, tested positive for a PED after the Kentucky Derby win. So no Baffert horse will run in the Derby at least until 2024. This is your Morning Buzzcast for Thursday, June 3rd. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcor. Hope everybody is doing well. There has been no lack of big stories over the past 24 hours. Playoff hockey and basketball, the turnover at the Boston Celtics, and a major change at Duke University. But the story that caught my eye yesterday was around Endeavor. First, Endeavor's on-location experiences will pay at least $1.3 billion for exclusive rights to operate Olympic hospitality at the 24, 26, and 28 Olympic Games. There are other key components to this deal, including profit sharing, but it's a very big win for On Location. On Location beat others in a very competitive process. They were up against the likes of Comcast, Dentsu and MKTG, and Sodexo, according to sources of our Ben Fisher and Chris Smith, Ticketmaster and Elevate Sports Ventures collaborated with On Location as it was pursuing the Olympic business. Endeavor President Mark Shapiro said they won the bid because they provided the best solution and they will be the best partner. Now, why is this a big win for Endeavor and On Location? Well, On Location has always been a big bet on the live event business. And for the last 14 months, there really haven't been any live events. Last January, two months before COVID hit, On Location was purchased by Endeavor in a deal that valued the firm at roughly $660 million. And On Location's business since then has really kind of been on hold and they haven't been able to do a ton of business development. We know that Endeavor is very bullish on the pent-up demand around live events. And so this big bet around Olympic hospitality rights is indicative of that. So outside of On Location's big deal with the NFL, this has to rank as their next biggest outlay and commitment. In the U.S., the deal supplants Jet Set Sports, which has long been the official hospitality partner of the USOPC. And so now Endeavor and On Location in business with the Olympic community. Staying with Endeavor, it released its first quarterly earnings report since going public in April, and the early numbers were positive. It's fascinating now, after years of being private, to get a look into Endeavor's financials. And their first earnings report showed a profit of $2.4 million in the first quarter. That's compared to a major loss of more than $50 million 
last year, a year earlier. The biggest boost in Endeavor's quarter came from its sports properties, most notably around the UFC. Revenue grew 22% to more than $280 million in the quarter. This is largely attributed to success around the UFC in terms of their live events and their media rights. Remember, Mark Shapiro again has called the UFC a major growth property, not just for sports as a whole, but for Endeavor's portfolio and numbers around the UFC seem to support that. So pretty fascinating to see Endeavor's first quarter report since going public in April. Later today, I'm speaking to a group of staffers from the United States Tennis Association, and I know we'll talk about trends that we're all watching in the business. One of the trends I'm keeping an eye on is the emerging trend we are seeing on increased rating around sports events. It's a healthy sign after ratings have been a bit depressed and soft in the past year. We've talked about how soft ratings around sports programming have been. Well, the ratings are starting to show a sign of rebound. Let's take a look at last weekend, for example. NBC, they drew more than 5 million viewers for the Indy 500 on Sunday. That was the race's best audience since 2016. The 2016 race was on ABC. It averaged just over 6 million viewers, and that was around the historic 100th running of the Indy 500. So this year's number... More than 5 million viewers on NBC Sports. That's a big gain from last year's race. Remember, last year's race was held in August, and that had a very low rating of 3.74 million viewers. And for more context, the 2018 race did about 4.91 million viewers. So more than 5 million viewers for the Indy 500 on NBC, a very strong number for IndyCar. Now, how did that compare to NASCAR? Well, remember, NASCAR's Coca-Cola 600 was later on that Sunday night on Fox. That race was also up 2%. It averaged just over 4 million viewers. Now that's down 37% or so from the Indy 500 earlier in the day. So I think it's always interesting to compare Indy's jewel property, the Indy 500, with a NASCAR race. But there you see, NASCAR was up as well on Sunday. So what else was up over the weekend? Well, soccer was up over the weekend. Chelsea's win over Manchester City in the Champions League final saw its biggest audience for the tournament's championship game since 2015. CBS averaged 2.1 million viewers for that match, so another good indicator. The PGA Tour continued its hot swing of strong ratings. The Charles Schwab Challenge on Sunday, the final round that had Jordan Spieth in the mix, that had its best final round audience in 17 years, averaging more than 3.1 million viewers. So I know I'm giving you a snapshot of one weekend, but we're seeing this trend emerge. It's a healthy trend. It's a positive trend. We'll continue to look at the numbers around the NBA and NHL playoff ratings over the next few days. I read this last night in our global edition, and I thought it was very interesting. It's almost on a did you know this quality. Well, we all know that the Chinese government has tried for years to become a power in soccer and in international football. It has invested a lot in facilities and in youth development. Well, here's another investment. China plans to build between 16 and 18 football cities. 
in the next five years across the country. They're going to invest millions of dollars in each of these football cities. The stated goal by the Chinese government is by 2030, the football cities will continuously be feeding top athletes to the national team. And of course, China has goals of playing in the World Cup in the not too distant future. This investment is another sign that they are very serious about being a powerhouse internationally in global soccer and global football. And finally, our condolences to a local figure here in our hometown of Charlotte, North Carolina. The Charlotte Observer's longtime sports reporter, Rick Bunnell, found dead in his home at the too young age of 63. We had a lot of staff here at SBJ that knew Rick Bunnell, that worked with him over the years, very well liked very well respected and a great writer and a great knowledgeable writer around the NBA. He was the quintessential beat reporter. Personally, I greatly admired his acumen, his reporting, his writing, his fairness. He knew the NBA and he knew the Charlotte Hornets better than anybody. It's certainly a sad day here in Charlotte and we're thinking of his friends, his family and his fellow NBA journalist Rick Bunnell dead at the too young age of 63 years old. So that is your morning buzzcast for Thursday, June 3rd. I'm Abe Madcore. Take care of each other. Be good to each other. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.